beer. Drink a beer. Metal. Sports. Yes, in the face. It's the Kenny Kid Show. Kenny Kid's brilliant. I am the best in the world at what I do. Great kid. Don't get cocky. On 92.3, The Fan. Welcome into the Kenny Kid Show. I'm taking you up to about 7.45 tonight where we'll go over to Westwood One's coverage of Monday Night Football. Washington Redskins playing host to the Dallas Cowboys. Two pretty bad teams that both still have a shot at making the playoffs. Along with me, Dave Spano running the board. And we got a newbie here, Brooke Uh Minahan, screening your calls and Uh keeping us updated with the 2020s. You can call the show at 216-578-0092. Tweet at me at Mr. Kenny Kid. Now, after being off the past three Mondays due to two undeserving primetime games and Just a bye week. The Browns. Just blame the Browns, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's good to be back with you. Yeah, good, I mean, seriously, act. though, I mean, primetime games, two of them, two of them for the Browns. But it is good to be back with you. Everyone's favorite lovable losers, the Cleveland Browns. Well, they certainly did not disappoint once again as they fell to the Cincinnati Bengals yesterday, 37-3. They have four receivers left, and A.J. Green to the right. Dalton with the play clock at three. He's underneath center. He tries to sneak it, and he does over the left side and into the end zone for a touchdown. We own that. Drink a beer. They're trying to sort it out. On a fourth and 11, here they come. Davis back to pass. He got hit and knocked down. All the way back at the 47-yard line. Sacked by Michael Johnson. We own that. Another beer. Duke Johnson is in the shotgun with Austin Davis. He's got the snap on first down. In the pocket, down the middle, throws. And it's intercepted by Reggie Nelson. 50, 45, he spins at the 40, takes it wide to the outside, near side, 35, to the 30, and finally Duke Johnson tosses him down to the ground at the 27-yard line. We own that. Another beer. From the half-yard line, they give the ball to Jeremy Hill off the left side, and he will go off the left side and land in the end zone for a touchdown. We own that. Another beer. Marvin Jones goes out wide right. Tyler Croft is on a wing on the right side. Bernard's the running back. And Sanu and Green, near side, wide left. Motion by the tight end, Croft. Shotgun snap. Dalton takes it. He's going to throw. He's looking right corner of the end zone. Caught. Touchdown, Marvin Jones. We own that. Another beer. It's a Crowell in the shotgun with Austin Davis. He's back, looking left, comes back to the right, tried to throw it out there again, and it got knocked down by Carlos Dunlap. That's a lateral. That's a lateral, and it's a live ball, and the ball is recovered over the 30-yard line by one of the Browns as they go back and get it. Cincinnati thinks they've recovered the ball on a ball out into the right flat. That was a backward pass, recovered by Cincinnati. First down. We own that. One more beer. The Battle of Ohio was no battle at all. Cincinnati wins it easily to go to 10 and 2 as they route the Browns here at First Energy Stadium, winning 37 to 3. 
satisfied absolutely how many beers you want me to drink oh are we satisfied absolutely that's right it's another victory monday come on as the browns are now sitting at a league worst two and ten yes they regained first place in the 2016 nfl draft yes 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 So we're celebrating, we're cracking beers, we're having a great time. But not only did they lose yesterday, but they proved to the world that they are willing to go above and beyond the call of duty and do whatever it takes to continue this proud Cleveland Browns tradition of losing. Play like a Brown, hell yeah! Not only are they playing like a Brown, but they're coaching like a Brown as well. How about Coach Mike's clock management? Superb! How about the play calling? Fantastic. Another beer. When you look at this matchup before the game, it was a long shot to win. And anyways, as the, as the Bengals, they're an actual NFL team. They've got talented coaches and players. But to ensure the loss, head coach Mike Pettin decided to pull out all the stops and start a proven loser in Austin Davis over a potential winner like Johnny Manziel. Bravo, Mike. Bravo. But seriously, all joking aside, that had to have been the worst decision of Coach Pettin's short coaching career. We own that. They are only four, there are only four games left, and we still have no idea if Johnny Manziel's progressing or regressing. We have no freaking clue if we need to use this inevitable number one overall draft pick on his replacement or to get him weapons. All because of your personal trust being violated, Mike. Really? How freaking petty are you? How selfish of a decision was that? Personally, I defended Manziel for his bye week video. I didn't. I did then, and still, uh, and, and I still don't see anything wrong with it now. Um, now, as far as him lying about it, yeah, that would piss me off too. And benching him a game uh, for it, I guess I can understand that. But two games, two games. Come on, man. Put the guy out there for the sake of the franchise, for the sake of the fans. Hasn't he been punished enough? Haven't we been punished enough? When asked about if Johnny will play this Sunday, Coach Mike had this to say. I'm not prepared to name a starting quarterback for Sunday yet. I've had preliminary discussions. I know there's reports out there as early as last night that had a decision being made that that's not the case. You know, I can speak for Flip and for Kevin and I that, that we've had preliminary talk and I have a couple meetings scheduled right right after this one, but I haven't spoken to the quarterbacks yet. The fan tailgate continues. Yes, the fan tailgate will continue this Sunday as the Cleveland Browns are taking on the San Francisco 49ers. And that's the question. Who's, starting, uh, who's the starting quarterback? So Mike hasn't talked to anyone. He hasn't spoken to anyone yet. Really? You need to talk this over with the staff? Seriously, is he still in timeout? Do you have to discuss this with his mother to find out if his room is cleaned? I mean, does he still have homework to finish? Are his toys put away, Mike? We own that. We need to find that out. Is he eating all of his dinner? We own that. Stop it. Stop it, Mike. Let the dude play. 
Now, with that being said, I still want them to lose the next four games, even if they start Johnny. Now, if they actually win some and it's because of Johnny, I guess I can handle that because then there's growth for the team. But if they accidentally win win any of these games with Austin Davis under center, that to me is completely unacceptable. How about you? Are you celebrating this loss like me? Are you enjoying a victory Monday? Are you enjoying the number one overall draft pick in the 2016 NFL draft? Do you want them to continue down this road of failure? Or do you not care about that draft pick and want them to actually try to win these last four games and end the season on a strong note? Also, what's your thoughts on Johnny Manziel? Has he been punished enough? Should he start the rest of the season? 216-578-0092 at Mr. Kenny Kid on Twitter. Plus, your best and worst of the weekend. We'll be giving you ours at 720. And two words. This week's two words. We're doing it at 740. Two words. Mike Patton needs to tell his team before Sunday's game. We got two words for you. 216-578-0092 at Mr. Kenny Kid on Twitter. Let's take a look at some of these tweets. Something tells me Ken Carmen couldn't help but break into a jog during that celebration intro. Um, something tells me that there's a uh, there's a very slim chance of that happening. I almost swore there. There's a very <laughs> slim right, chance of that happening. Uh, fantastic football insider. I, I don't really don't think that that was the case. I'm getting a lot of memes here of Mike Patton. We own that. Uh, play like a Brown. Yeah, I think we've got that cover. That's coming from Rob Swindle. You can tweet at me at Mr. Kenny Kid. Call the show at 216-578-0092. Do you want them to continue down this road to the number one overall draft pick? Or do you not care about the draft picks and actually want them to try to win these last four games to end the season strong? Also, your thoughts on Johnny Manziel. Has he been punished enough? I say yes. I say he has been punished way too much. The one game, again, I understand. You're lying to your coach. Uh, you're lying over a nothing video. Nothing happened there. There was nothing happening. There was no reason to lie. Not at all. I, I, don't, I don't understand that. So lying to the coach, I, I fully get suspending him for the one game. But two games? I don't think Austin Davis did anything to warrant that start uh, against the Bengals yesterday. Not at all. I do not think so at all. So 216-578-0092. Let's get to these phones. You've got to – Brooke, there we go. Tim in Cleveland, you're on the fan. Hey, you know what? This Mike, this coach we have, this head coach, he is a total loser, and I don't understand why he's not. Uh, it's it's terrible that he's actually not letting Manziel play. He always says that we put the best men out there to win the games. Well, you're not doing that if you're putting if you're starting uh, anybody else except for Johnny. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of understood I understood it when they were starting Josh McCown because Josh McCown, yes, he does give you a better chance to win than Johnny Manziel. But once the season was out of hand and once it was once it was blatantly obvious that the playoffs were completely out of the picture, then there's no reason to continue starting Josh McCown. Johnny Manziel needed to be out there. We needed to see what he had and what what he was gonna what he was gonna provide for us going forward if he was progressing or regressing. And uh, Tim, um, I thank you very much for the call. Uh, we've got to get to a break here, but before we go to break, 
Um, want to remind everyone, two words coming up at 2.40. Two words Mike Pettin needs to tell his team before Sunday's game. Plus, if you want to give us a call at 216-578-0092. Are you celebrating this loss? Do you want them to continue down this path to the number one overall pick? Or do you want them to actually win these games? Give us a call, 216-578-0092. Hit, hit me up at, uh, at Mr. Kenny Kid on Twitter. It's the Kenny Kid Show on 92.3 The Fan. It's the Kenny Kid Show. I love to smoke. I smoke 7,000 packs a day, okay? And I am never quitting. On 92.3 The Fan. All right, welcome back to the Kenny Kid Show. I'm taking you up until Monday Night Football tonight. It's the Redskins and Cowboys coverage beginning at 745. We'll do two words at about 740, so get yours ready. Two words Mike Pettin needs to say to his team before Sunday's game with the 49ers. You can give me a call at 216-578-0092. Tweet at me at Mr. Kenny Kid. I'm asking the question, are you... Or do you want the Browns to continue to lose these last four games and continue down this path to the number one overall draft pick? Or do you want them to actually win these games and get a, and, and finish the season on a, on a strong note? Plus, what are your thoughts on Johnny? Has he been punished enough? And should he start the rest of the way? But it is time for best and worst of the weekend. Now, Brooke's new, so we're not going to ask her to uh, participate in this but this she's week. she's got to learn. You have to listen now. She's got to right? learn. She's got to learn. But uh, we're not going to ask her to participate in it this week. We don't want to throw everything at her all at once. So it'll just be me and Spano right now. Got Plus, it. if you want to give us yours, by all means, you can. 216-578-0092. Dave, why don't you kick us off? All right. My best and worst of the weekend. Well, I'm going to go with my worst first. Okay. And that was that terrible Browns game. That was just <laughs> – I, I, I have no words. It was just – well, you saw it. I mean, thirty-seven to three. I mean, <laughs> I what are you going to say? Yeah. Oh, oh man! Like I, ugh, I stopped watching. It was it, it was Murphy's Law. Whatever could go wrong, it did. You're right. Did go yep, wrong. You're exactly right. Now, the best I had this weekend, uh, I went uh, to a, I went to a church and I got to see some uh, some local wrestling. I got to see AIW. Went to oh, absolute nice. intense wrestling this weekend. Yeah, that was on uh, Saturday. That's right. Usually Saturday they night? have theirs on uh, Friday Fridays, night, so right. I usually don't get to go, and I didn't find out about that until too late. Special guest there, uh, ECW. W's own Tracy Smothers was there, so that nice. was cool. Uh, which, if anybody was there, you know what I'm talking about. That was uh, a really weird ending to the to the show. I'll I'll, t- I'll have to tell you off the air. You, you can't say it. On I air. can't really say it on the okay. air. But but th- those of you that were out and, and did see that show, you'll know exactly what I mean. <laughs> How about you? What do you got? Uh, yeah, okay. Um, my best of the weekend was the Browns regaining first place in the 2016 NFL Draft. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Not only did they play like a Brown, they coached like a Brown. They that. lost like a Brown. And, and this is this is the worst this team has been oh. since they came back. Uh, the, rivaling the 99 year, the expansion year, rivaling that because uh, it's got to be worse than that because we actually have years leading up to this, and more time leading up to this complete and utter failure that is this season. So the best of the weekend for me was the Browns regaining first place with the worst record in the lead <laughs> in the league, two and ten. Worst of the weekend, it had to have been Counter Cook. Connor Cook at the end of uh, at the end of the game, uh, Michigan State won the Big Ten championship. Connor Cook won the MVP, and he completely snubbed Ohio State legend Archie Griffin. Now I'm not a Buckeye fan, 
Don't get me wrong, because because people on Twitter got me wrong when I was calling him a douchebag. They got they were they were saying like, oh, there's no douchebags on Ohio State. And I, I don't care. Yeah, of course there are. But you don't snub a legend like that when you're when you're receiving an award. You're trying to be a little bit of gr- little graceful. I mean, that completely just showed Have some class. Yeah, Have some class. just completely showed his his personality. And I, I don't want him anywhere near any any of my favorite teams by any means. So uh, Connor Cook, D bag of the year. <laughs> If you've got a best and worst of the weekend, by all means, call in 216-578-0092. Tweet at me, at Mr. Kenny Kid. Uh, are you celebrating this victory Monday like me? Do you want the Browns to continue down this road of absolute failure to the number one overall pick? Or do you want them to try to win these last four games? And has Johnny been punished enough should he start the rest of the season? Cool Ray in Bedford Heights. What's up, hey. Cool Ray? Hey, what's up, Kenny? Congratulations on your show, man. Thanks, brother. Um... I'm going to answer all your questions, and I'm going to say this, though. First, with Johnny, he doesn't belong on this team. And you guys, I mean, Cleveland fans kill me trying to justify why this guy should start. You, you, this guy been on the team for two years. He hasn't been able to win the job. That's no, I, I agree. You, I understand that's, that. That's all you need to know. If, and and it's just the, it comes down to the basic philosophy of a backup quarterback. Your job is to be ready. He's never ready. He doesn't. He doesn't respect the NFL game. He doesn't respect anything about the hard work that it takes. And whether or not the, first, whether or not the Browns get gets the number one pick in the draft doesn't matter. They got a tendency to always trade down, and this is what you're getting. You're getting now. It's about keeping your picks. If you want, if you need extra draft picks. Try to get rid of Alex Max. Try to get rid of Joe Thomas. Try to get rid of Hayden. I agree. I mean, you have to at least give the fans saying, "Listen, if we're gonna do this right, there's no this. This is the one team that doesn't have room for a stop gap anything. So either go completely young and let the fans watch these guys grow, so we can grow with this team and blow it up. And I will say this: I wouldn't change the coaching staff, and I'm gonna tell you reason why. First change. At first change was at top. Don't yes. bring I'm, – I'm tired of hearing the name Peyton Manning brought in as a GM for this team. We need somebody, and I think everybody can relate to this. We need somebody who has a passion for this team, a passion for this city. Bring in Bernie. This guy has – if you hear – it's just to be around Corey, this guy. Corey, let me, let me call you off there real quick. Um, as far as Johnny goes, because you brought a lot to the table, as far as Johnny goes, I, I agree. He has not shown over the past two years that he knows what it takes to actually be a starting quarterback so in let, the NFL. So, so, but so but, but over this past season, not counting, not counting last season, over this past season we have seen growth from Johnny you, Manziel. And according, seen- according to his head coach, he has progressed tremendously this year okay, as now, opposed to last year. Now, Payton, now I say we need to start him these last four games so we can see that on the field. Minute, and my, it, and my, if, if, if he is growing and if he is progressing, then maybe we use our pick to get him Mike, weapons. If Mike not, Payton, we replace him. Mike Pettin is the king of saying nothing and saying everything <laughs> at the same time. Look, he's not going to come and say, hey, Johnny Manziel is not a great NFL quarterback. He's not a good NFL quarterback. You go regardless of who the quarterback is. Yeah, but we've think, seen him on the field, yeah. and we've seen him look better than last year. We've seen what he what what happens you, when he has the full week to prepare. You've seen him look better, but at the end of the day, 
that doesn't win NFL games. You know that. I know that. No, what you need, need the rest do, of the team around him to right, help right. him. Now, what they need to do, now, you have to look at organizations who've done it right and who's won. Or be, let's, I'm not saying Super Bowl, just made it to the playoffs. So, you first of all, it got to stop at the start at the top with a person who has passion for that team. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, Cool Ray. You're talking right. about Bernie Kosar. I got to let you go. We got we're limited on time. I appreciate the call. Talking about Bernie Kosar. Yes, I like Bernie. He's very, very smart. He knows a lot about football, but I don't know if I don't know if he can do the job of a general manager. He's never done it. Gene and Beachwood, you're on the fan. Gene. Yes. Hey, how you doing? What's up? Great. I was just uh, thinking about showing our uh, support for the bronze slide. We should organize a march to Jimmy Haslam's house there in Bratnell. No, that's not a good idea. No, No, not a good idea, Gene. Sorry, you're done. (laughs) Jordan and Pepper Pike. What's up, Jordan? Um, well, I think the main thing, and I, I really disagree with a lot of what uh, cool, cool, cool Ray was talking about. Um, my, my main issue is I actually uh, did some analysis, and as we know, Johnny started five games, and they've been spread out over two years. And I compared Johnny's first five starts to Jameis, to Mariota, to Bortles, and those numbers in the five starts for all of those quarterbacks, Bridgewater, two, Derek Parr, they're all the same. In fact, Johnny by far threw the least interception. So uh, my argument really is that we should quit self-sabotaging because, frankly, Johnny going out and partying, what effect does it have unless it's affecting his job performance, which, according to our coaches, this year it hasn't. So I simply believe that, you know, you got to throw him out the field because who are we hurting by punishing him for two weeks? We're only hurting ourselves because we're missing out on two weeks of seeing if this guy is the real deal or not. Yeah, we're, we're, we're hurting ourselves. We're hurting the fan base. We're hurting, uh, we're hurting the team, uh, the future of this organization. I appreciate the call, Jordan. Ned, Cleveland, you're on the fan. What's up, Ned? Hey, Kenny. Um you know, I have an interesting question, and if you can't answer it, maybe somebody else can. I doubt it, but, but go ahead. Since the Browns have come back, out of all of the head coaches that we have had, yes. have any of them gone on to another team to be a head coach again? Um, or, or Romeo Cornell went on to uh, Romeo Cornell went to Kansas City, but no, not no one has left Cleveland as a head coach, uh, with the exception of Bill Belichick in uh, the past what twenty years uh, to actually uh, succeed anywhere else. No, you're one hundred percent right there. No one has gone anywhere to succeed as a head coach. Well, but Romeo was he the head coach or is he just a defensive coordinator there? I he was head coach for for a minute. Uh, he was you think he was what defensive he- coordinator, then he was interim head coach, and then they actually named him the head coach for like the next season, but. It didn't last long. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. All right, Ned. We'll get one more in here. Joe in Cleveland. What's up, Joe? Hey, how are you? Good. Quickly, we're up hey. against it. All right. So just quickly, I wanted to talk a little bit about the, the whole Johnny Manziel situation. I, I guess my biggest issue is this. Um, my worry is that, you know, with all this upside that we're all talking about Johnny Manziel, and it just seems like Cleveland goes through the same type of history, that we're going to give them the next four games. He's going to come around and show us a little bit of upside. We're going to decide not to go with a quarterback. And then all of a sudden in the draft, we pick something else, even though there's a great quarterback waiting. And next year, he's going to prove to be a bust. 
Well, it and, and it, like if, if he does it prove to be like a bust, Cleveland's, you know. Yeah, I, I understand, Joe. I got to let you go. If he does prove to be a bust, then maybe we're in the same position again next year and we can replace him then. Uh, 216-578-0092. Hit me up at Mr. Kenny Kid on Twitter. Two words next. Two words Mike Pettin needs to tell his team before Sunday's game next on the Kenny Kid Show on 92.3 The Fan. It's the Kenny Kid Show. Put your phone down and pay attention to me. You idiot! On 92.3 The Fan. Alright, welcome back to the Kenny Kid Show. It's time for two words. Call in now at 216-578-0092 or tweet me at Mr. Kenny Kid. Give us your two words. Mike Patton needs to say to the Browns before Sunday's game. We got two words for ya. Mary Lynn on Twitter says two words. Learn playbook. Meg Fontana on Twitter says two words. We suck. We got two words for ya. Eddie Sportis on Twitter says, I don't have two words, but I have three. I'll allow it this time. Mike Penton should say to the team, Noah Realtor? Paul and Maple, where's Johnny? All right, two words. Two words Mike Penton needs to say to his team before Sunday's game. David in Bainbridge. You got two just, words? Just lose. <laughs> Thanks, David. <laughs> Big James got two words. Satisfied MFers? Yeah, he also said I couldn't read that one. I said, watch me. Dead and bloated. That's from Moses, uh, 4708 on Twitter. Rip Scott Weiland. Yeah, I agree, man. It's not like anyone was really shocked by that one, but it is. it does suck to see Scott Weiland go. Yeah, that guy was living on borrowed time since 96, man. CLE <laughs> Superman says two words. I quit. Two words Mike Pettin needs to say to his team before Sunday's game. MK says two words. Start caring. I think it's a little late for that one. Ethan Moses says we'll two words. <laughs> I'm fired. Yeah, that one might be uh, might be foreshadowing there. <laughs> Mac McLaugh, two words. Own it. <laughs> we own that. Yes, they do. Again, two words. Mike Pettin needs to say to his team before Sunday's game. Two words. This one's coming in from Justin on Twitter. Two words. I quit. We got two words for ya. And another one from Mac McLaugh. He says two words. Do gooder. <laughs> All right, that'll about do it for me. Don't forget, you can catch me every weeknight right here on The Fan, 7 to midnight on the Nick Wilson Experiment. Also, join me after every Browns loss on our sister station, Cleveland's Classic Rock, 98.5 WNCX for NCX Football Encore, where I say it every week, and I mean it every week. Whether we, well, scratch that, I got to change that. When we lose, I guarantee we will rock. Thanks to Brooke Minahan on the updates and Dave Spano on the board. You can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Kenny Kid. So until next time, as my granddaddy used to say, if you can't be good, be good at it. Well, thanks to the lame-ass security, I'm going home.